Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Justin. Welcome to Millennial Love. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash millennial love. Over 180 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 34 of Millennial Love, yeah. where we discuss... <laughs> you gonna let me talk? Sex, love, and how we are selfish as fuck. I was waiting to say, hey, but whatever. It's I was exci- it's, it's guided. I was excited. Excited? Oh, okay. It's guided. So last week I was drunk. This week you're drunk now, right? Oh, no, I'm, I'm not drinking for 30 days. Listen, I, I, as you still <laughs> fine, because guess what? What? It's still, still Virgo, Virgo season, nigga. Yeah. turning up. We're turning up the whole month. Don't you just feel productive and blessed around this time? Honestly, I feel. I built fifty hours last week. I'm turned. I'm turned. <laughs> September is my oh, month. I'm freaking getting it in. Yeah. Okay, and I'm actually okay with the work. I was telling Justin like. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, you cool. You straight. I'm good. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Ben is making it a little bit, a whole lot better. He is. Because he's still here. Yes. We went to have, we went to get some ramen for last night for his first time ever. He's never had ramen before. So. I never had ramen either. Like actual ramen? No. Oh, I got to take you out to this place. For real? It's this place called Wabi House. Is in it like Al the Greenville? Is, is, no, is it's it like, like authentic as crap. But is it like the ramen noodles in the pack? No, fully. It's like oh, okay. authentic, like, I don't know where ramen's from. I think Jap. Japanese. I think it's Japanese. Don't play yourself. I think it is. I think it is Japanese. I think Asia. Somewhere. Be safe. Yeah, it's from Asia. <laughs> it's from Asia. It's American. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's from Japan. But I'm at the take out there. This place is phenomenal, and we went there last night, and it was great. We had some um, uh, some sashimi. I love um, sashimi. Yeah, um, it's different. Like it was, I can't eat a lot of it. No, no. It was a very small like portion size it was a tuna with goat cheese and cilantro with mm. like fit do you like fish sauce no you don't like fish sauce it stinks but it like tastes so good i don't know anything about any of these things y'all are talking okay about. fish sauce is like an asian like it's an asian country correct <laughs> do you only eat cooked sushi absolutely oh my god well this is sashimi means it means it's, it's raw. raw like and it's just a fish well yeah. no nah. That's out. That's but it was out. no. It was my friend said the same thing and I took her there and she was like, This is bomb. Yeah. Anyway. Um <laughs> so yeah, we've been having a good time. Ben is my boo, y'all. I Aww. love him. And everyone knows it. <laughs> How beautiful. <laughs> Shut up. Shade, no shade. No, Shut I'm just playing. <laughs> what about you, Shell? Um, things have been really good. I've been 
extremely busy. In fact, I've been so busy, I've overbooked myself like six times in the last Don't week. Don't you just That's hate that? Worst. That yeah. is the worst. That's the worst. You better start using your darn calendar on your phone. On my phone. You're right. Because at oh. least it would give me like a notification. Yeah. Like I've just been all over the place. And I feel like I've apologized to people <laughs> like a hundred times. I'm so sorry. Um, I don't know how I got my wires crossed, but <laughs> I don't know how I got my wires That's crossed. That's a good one. I'm going to use that one. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I've been up to, just working nonstop. You know, it's always good to use the calendar whenever you are accepting the invite rather than sending, sending the invite. The invite. Mm. I don't like it. And then for some odd reason, my iPhone is stupid because even though I put the, I, I like, I schedule it the, on my calendar, it doesn't show up. Oh, you have to set it as a notification too. Oh, so yeah. like you no, have but to, it doesn't even show up on my calendar because you oh, may have it's it like the. It may have it. You may have it listed not on the right calendar, so you may put it on your work calendar, but your display is on your home calendar. Oh, so you need to make sure it displays every calendar, and there's a button. Yeah, so I just be forgetting shit, late to appointments. <laughs> like I get, I understand, and it's horrible. It's, it's bad because like you have very every good intention to be there, but it's just not on your schedule. And then I hate, and someone asked me actually last. Last week, they was like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? And I really completely forgot. And I did not want to say I have to check my schedule because sometimes that just seems It sounds a little, so pretentious, yeah. but, it's but it's real. But it's real. Like, but it's real. <laughs> it is real. And I was like, I have to check my schedule. But I really didn't mean it like that. You know when it really sucks is in dating. Like... Oh. So this one guy hit me up. He was like, you know, I just feel like we're right in the same place, but we never actually get to link. And I'm like, it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> because I always have stuff to do. And it just, it seems like everything else is taking precedent over seeing people right now. It's like, well, speaking of that, <laughs> kind of like, well, not I'm not going to segue yet, but I mean, how do you feel about this statement? Because I believe you make time for what you want to make time for. And I absolutely that agree not, with that. But that's not how, true whenever you are really busy. Well, yeah. Well, oh, there's two parts to that. Depends. There's two parts of that. Because I'm really busy. Real. I'm really busy right now, but I'm here recording the podcast. Correct. Because it's a priority. But I could the be thing aware. about that with me is hmm. like when it's later, that's what do you out. mean later? Like dating. Oh, when I'm you like dating fully... people. And so like I'm busy all day. I need time to go home and like relax. And then like getting together with you at nine o'clock is pretty much out. Like I feel like those are after hours. And I'm not at the out <laughs> <Booty> there. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not at the after hours point. So if it ain't like 637, I'm sorry. So Bye bye dates. Yeah, bye bye dating. <laughs> Meet me at the margarita ball or a brunch on Sunday. But yeah, because that's when I'm gonna be out. Correct. You know, you guys, or, yeah, only do dates on brunch Sundays. Yeah, exactly. Only, exclusively daytime. Exactly. And 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 fit three in a day. I used to do it. Girl, I used to go to breakfast, lunch, and dinner on dates. Come on, for real. I love food no like that and though. She's still, no lie. Who who goes on a date at, at uh, during the breakfast. morning time at breakfast? Child, I went on several breakfast dates. I'd be like, hey, you know, I have a really packed schedule for the week. Right? Could you meet me for breakfast? Oh coffee? my gosh, I'd have been like, coffee. no. Look, let's coffee meet at is, Starbucks. Let's meet at Starbucks. Y'all know I hate scone. that. Y'all know I hate that. I don't even anyway. eat scones. No. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> please. <laughs> I'm gonna get this scone. Yeah. Now is a good time to go on coffee dates because now there's pumpkin spice. They oh my have god, the I pumpkin love loaf, the pumpkin loaf as well as the pumpkin muffin, which right. is my shit. 
Sorry, y'all, my, my stuff, my stuff almost fell over because of my dog. The white <laughs> folks got me on that one because that pumpkin flavored muffin at Starbucks Listen, and that loaf. The is pumpkin bomb. loaf is is ridiculous. I've never had any of these things, but I'm gonna start going on breakfast days, so I'll try. Okay, it. try it and give them to warm it up for like ten seconds. Okay. Ooh, the ten second warm up. It's ridiculous, <laughs> and then you have to eat it backwards. So start it from the bottom. And yeah, because you have to save the, the ice right, for the last. <laughs> right. okay. Well, you know the pumpkin one doesn't have ice, and it has the little uh, sunflower seeds or something on it. It's not the icing. It's like a yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm thinking of the uh that darn lemon loaf. The lemon one. Yeah, the lemon that loaf is it's ridiculous. Anyway. But anyway, yeah. so my week has been great. Um same old shit with work. Uh a little travel coming up, so I'm trying to prepare myself for that. Um, but I've really been partying a little bit too hard, y'all. <laughs> you really have been. Like, it's Virgo season, baby. But it's just ridiculous though, you know. Do it. I'm like, I should be at a point where, you know, I'm engaging in like deep thought provoking conversation. Oh, that comes in the fall. But I've been extremely drunk. I've been extremely (laughs) drunk with a body who is unable to shake back as quickly as I would like it to shake (laughs) back. Shake back game is weak. Shake back game is weak. So, yeah, I've been like in deep thought. I went to my therapist on Tuesday and I'm like, you know, I've been drinking very heavily. And he was like, well, I mean, have you been, you know, are you productive? I mean, you know, can you stop? I was like, yes. And he was like, well, you don't have a problem (laughs) because I see you going there. Um, But I mean, I get it. I think there Enjoy are yourself. seasons. I think there. I think I do the same thing. Like, no, I think, like no, no, I li- literally got drunk this weekend. I had a drink last night, and I like y'all drinking red wine, and I, I really want a glass of red wine, but I'm trying to like just chill on it. No, I mean, I think it's a season. I <laughs> right, think people right. go through seasons. I I went through a season where I wasn't drinking, and y'all would be like, "Car, you gonna?" I'm like, hey, "Yeah, I'm Car, gonna... that was a boring season." I mean, but people, we did. <laughs> no, we I'm just it. It, varies. <laughs> it probably was. It varies. I mean, I don't. I, yeah, I wouldn't think too much into it. Like you're having a good time. It's it's Virgo season. Right. I'm gonna keep going back to that. Like right. it's the summertime. <laughs> you know, we're in September now, but still. <laughs> what fall starts on like September 22nd yeah I can't wait I love, I love fall, fall. I can't I, wait to pull out my fringe boots I absolutely boot. love fall baby I finally found some thigh high boots for my thin ass I'm so <laughs> ready to wear them so glad, like what I'm glad y'all brought up boots because I think I'm gonna purchase some Doc Martens a black pair and a brown pair and I'm gonna like make it work like, you know, Are you gonna do the the ankle ones or no, the high ones? I'm gonna ones? do the higher ones. I actually, right, retro. You should bring those to Coachella. I will. You should totally, but you gotta wear them with shorts because it's of gonna course. be dumb. No, like hot. of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I'm gonna bring my Doc Martens back to my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, I'm excited about the fall though. No, me too. I love. First of all, I'm addicted to scarves. If y'all like, I haven't. I didn't really wear them a lot last fall, you didn't. but Mm-mm. but I have like 30 scarves. Like, I wear them. I'm going to bust them out. For real. So, do you wear, like, tights, a long sweater, a scarf? Oh, I'm a I'm a layering <laughs> fool. Layers this fall. Layers this fall. I need, like, three more pairs of boots, though. I'm so sweatshirts. Like, oh, sweatshirts. That's dope. Down. Yeah. I would my love camos, to... I probably wear those camos, like, three times a week during the fall. I love when you rock them camos. I just love Cause them. Because it fits you perfect. They fit, it fits right? you so perfect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I um, love them. Anyway, anyway, what? but I'm excited for the fall, and I hope you all are yeah. too. So we have to do a photo shoot for the fall. Like oh, a we fall have photo shoot. to do oh. a photo shoot. How dope would that be? For the fall. Let's do it in September so we can like 
I'm wearing know, my thigh high boots. We're going to still be hot in September. I know, but we're going to put it out in October, so it'll Ooh, be perfect. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So we're going to be models for real? Because, you know, they have to do stuff in all types of weather <laughs> and act like it's not freezing outside. Hey, we're just, trying to, stay, we just trying to stay relevant out here in these social media streets. Right. <laughs> we can't be repeating the same pictures, you know? Hello. Hello. We can't be repeating the same pictures. Speaking of repeating, niggas. Shade, no shade. Oh, gosh. Bruh, this insecure finale, though. Okay. Let's just let's just start from... Let's just go character to character. So we have to start with Molly because she was like the first kind of story. Actually, Lawrence was the first story, but we're we going to save him for last. Let's talk about Molly. going on Lawrence. It's okay. We, we going to save Lawrence for last. Whatever. So Molly... How y'all feel about her sleeping with the guy that she works with, though? I'm not a proponent of sleeping with people that you have. That, you that was with. dumb. I felt like, you know, hey, why did you do that? Y'all was just having a good time. He was feeling you. Y'all vibing. You weren't really feeling him. Why did you sleep with him? I agree. Molly is broken. She lost. And it, she's lost. And it's terrible because I want to be there for her, but... <laughs> Yeah. She's it's just disappointing. She's such a smart girl and I think that I hate that. That's it's like such I feel a cliche sorry for thing. her. I do somewhat I feel sorry for her, but I also kind of understand where she's at. She's at a place where she really wants stability from a relationship. She is she is desperate for stability in a relationship, which is why, and I'm not saying that it's right, but that's why she likes Dro, because Dro is already married. And he's he is the model of stability when it comes to that part of love. And so that's why she's like, ooh, I want him. But she's feeling herself getting caught up because she's in her feelings because he's already married. But she's, so I feel her because, I mean, I feel like we're at the age where that's what we want. We're searching for that. Um, the problem is, is she doesn't really know how to sit down and wait for the person that's right for her. I think, and she, I understand her because we we don't. I mean, I don't yeah. like to wait either, so I get I, it. I think she needs to totally embrace it, Tiffany but. a little bit more. But Tiffany is t- speaking of listen, Tiffany, she's shady no, right now. No, Tiffany. Tiffany's Tiffany has shady own, right listen, now. Did you Tiffany, catch that? Yes. Okay, so I thought it was just me. No. I was like, so we just gonna skip over that? What she? What the happened? baby might not be all man's, right? <laughs> Correct. Wait, what? So remember, okay, because we're going out of order, but yeah, Lawrence's yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was sitting with his boys, mm-hmm. and the dude was like, "She's at Issa's house right now, watching this." Mm-hmm. Well, fast forward to whose story was it? Issa's or Molly's? Oh, yeah. Fast forward to Molly's story. And she wasn't there watching the show with them. She texted them and was like, oh, I'm not feeling well or whatever like that. But I was just like, oh, you see, nah, y'all are how so her good. husband don't yeah. know where she is. Y'all are but then so again, the good. thing is, too, though, unless the thing is, she had to, in order for them to know she was pregnant, she had to be pregnant for a while. So that was a 30 day. Remember, it yeah. was a 30-day rewind. So, I mean, unless she was already cheating in the interim time. Well, I would assume that she probably already was cheating. Yeah. Y'all are she good. At Issa Tiffany's petty, though. And I feel like she overcom. <laughs> Looking in retrospect, she overcompensates for her relationship, which is why she's always like, my man, I suck his dick and blah, blah, blah. Yo. That's why he with me. No, he's like, you're cheating on him. That's why you're overcompensating, trying to make everybody feel like your relationship is secure. Mm. But it's not. Correct. I think Molly needs to team up with Kelly. 
Because Kelly seemed to be the only one that's okay in the space that she's in right now. Correct. She's good where she's, she's at. She's good. I mean, you know, she tried to get out there and run a marathon. You know, things happen. I really <laughs> would love to see. <laughs> I've been in the finish line for an hour. <laughs> I really would love to see more of Kelly. Like, she en- like I enjoy her. She's my absolute one of, fav- one of my favorite characters on this show right now. But would you love her if you saw more of her and got more in-depth in, in her fuckery? Because you already know that there's some fuckery that's entailed it in her is, too but, but I, I feel like she's okay with her fuckery and that's what I like want to see she's really honest with herself which yes. I can appreciate that's so, what I want to see um, like a, I, I think that's a good yeah I had good. to rewatch this episode twice because I'm gonna rewatch it because I didn't really and honestly I may have to go back and watch it a third time because the first time I watched it I was drunk the second time I watched it I was in between work I was like on a lunch break trying to watch it <laughs> so I'm gonna try to watch it again because I miss all those details because I thought that the, was real I thought I was that like, finale what? was pointless I'm like you niggas are still doing the exact same thing y'all were doing I don't think it was pointless I, I know but you. I know but I'm just saying like because I haven't really fully watched it to know the uh specifics no but i get you um molly i felt that way because i was just like dang i really thought you know her hanging out with old dude she was letting drogo and she was just gonna like explore what could be with the guy she works with because he lives in chicago right yeah so i thought she was just gonna like take it slow she hopped on this nigga dick i'm like dang which was so tacky but it was so tacky. And, and then Issa when it really had a breakthrough which was good Hennessy? yeah and then yeah. it was like the d was mediocre so it was like you i mean i'm gonna say this too like yes good dick is important but Thank it's you. not the end all Thank be you. all Thank and i you. feel like if you find a man who checks 80% of your boxes and that other 20% of his dick is just okay. I feel like he gonna have to eat the box a few times and we gonna but be then cool. she's also not attracted <laughs> to him. Like she's that's, that's what I, I thought it she's was. She's broken. She wasn't so she's just trying to, to like him. feel love in it, the best way she can. What's I'm saying? She's desperate. And he's older and established. So like I said, she's looking for stability. The problem with Molly though is the problem that a lot of millennials face is that we don't want to wait. For what's right for us. So we try to grab, what do they say, the bull by the horns. And also, we like to go back to what's familiar and safe. Right. And it's true. I mean, that's she's the quintessential. Oh, I ain't used that word in a long time. (laughs) She's the quintessential single black successful woman. Millennial today. Like, that's what we do. We go back because we're like, man, we don't really want a relationship for real. But we want to get dicked down. And I know he can dick me down. And I'm comfortable with him. So let me just go back to that. But Mm. in reality, she wants stability too. But she's never going to get that from Joe. She really need to go. Like, she really need to stop having sex. She need to chill She needs to go celibate. She needs needs to go celibate celibate for a while. She does. Because, I mean, she's. That body count. She's just too broken. Like, she's broken as fuck. And it's terrible to watch. But hopefully Issa can pull her storyline back together. Because I'm not a fan of her. And I actually began. Of Issa? Of Molly. I yeah. just don't like what she's doing. I don't. I don't. I don't know why. Do you not like what she's doing because Dro's married, or do you not like what she's I doing? I really. Just I mean, I feel general. like that Dro situation is a little piece of her problem. She has major problems. Like she has to deal with herself, um, and I think part of her dealing with herself was it showed whenever she reacted the way she did to finding out that her dad cheated on her mom. 
So she has unrealistic ideals as it relates to relationships. And as many of us do, I mean, that's just the reality. Like people really think that social media, I mean, this is maybe going a little too deep into it, but people really believe that relationships via social media is what they are. Like just because I post a picture with me and my bae and I'm like, he's the love of my life. That don't mean that we we just didn't have a knockdown drag out argument last night or that we haven't had issues where I've had to almost break up with him or vice versa. Like people. Correct. Continue to think that just because things look flawless that they are and they create this perception and it's some bullshit. And that's what Molly is dealing with. You know, she's dealing with one instability. She's dealing with thinking that everybody's perfect and she's not because she's not in a relationship. And then she feels like the dick can solve her problems, which sometimes it can. Very small problems, but not her problem. (laughs) Not hers. Um, But yeah. Yeah, I'm over Molly. Yeah, I just we, I feel like Molly is um, searching for something within herself, but she's not taking the time to find out what that is. So agreed. until and you decide to nourish the part of you that you don't love the most, you're gonna forever just be hopping on one dingling to the next. Like the term dingling is, is so out stupid. No, <laughs> it's just stupid. I mean, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, until you decide to nourish that part of yourself that you need the most work on or that you don't love the most, you're going to forever be looking and searching for it in somebody else. And having sex is just the easiest way to remedy that. Yeah. Like, it's quick. Yeah, it's a quick fix. I think she, I don't know, I would, I think she's insecure. Yeah, I think it has to do with that, for sure. I think it's, but moving to Issa real quick, as it relates to um, her calling Lawrence about getting his stuff, did y'all feel like that was a ploy for her to get him over there and for her to see him? Or do you feel like she was genuinely like, you know what, I'm good, I just want him to get his stuff? No, that was a ploy. Yeah. It was definitely a ploy. Absolutely. 100%. Because the nigga literally called you a hoe. You should still be mad right now. Yeah, but I feel like when you're in love with somebody, passion takes over sometimes when you're angry. And I feel like you do say some stuff that's that's some crap. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you you forgive that person because you know them well enough to know that they didn't really mean it like that. Yeah. Um, but I'm but, glad uh, he came over and I'm glad she got out. What I'm glad she said what she said because I feel like I think that's something that I was probably referring to whenever I mentioned that, like, she's not trying to get him back. Yeah. Um, and I think it was that, like, what she said was thoughtful. It was meaningful. Like, it it literally showed that she was sorry. And I think that it was needed for the relationship. It was probably too late now because, I don't know, but it was needed. I really didn't care. I really didn't like the way Lawrence responded to that, by the way. But we'll get to that whenever we start talking about him. My thing with Issa was that um, why are you not focusing on your life? What do you mean? Why don't you have a car? You had an accident. That doesn't mean that your car was repossessed. Why don't you have a vehicle? Why are you staying with your brother? Why are you about to lose your job? Like, why are you making all of these decisions that are putting you in the same place Lawrence was in, it's almost as if she has begun to switch places with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, she still has a job, but you're very complacent on your job. You're not doing a great job. Um, 
and you don't have a vehicle, you don't have a place to stay, like you're just making these irrational decisions that to me is a cry out for self-evaluation. So mm-hmm. why are you not doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you not evaluating what's going on with you instead of calling him as a ploy to get him to come pick up this couch? Because you were about to sell the couch. But then you were like, oh, wait, maybe I can keep the couch and give it to him. That You didn't need to do that. You need to be focused on your job because you're about to lose it. You need to be focused on paying this uh, deductible so you can get your vehicle back because your brother is not playing no games, okay? He's <laughs> hilarious. I love, I love The it. brother He's is talking Your time is up. <laughs> that brother is funny. So I'm just like, you know, why is she not dealing with her issues? And why are you trying to make it seem like you got everything together and you don't? I mean, that's what happens when you go on a rotation. Shit just starts happening and you begin to lose yourself. So I think it's the rotation. <laughs> well, you've fallen in the same trap as your friend Molly. Molly, right. I think, too, I think that a part of Issa's issue is her emotional state is so, like, fragile. And she's like, she has yet to, outside of this episode, really fully deal with all of the issues that stemmed from her relationship with Lawrence. And I feel like a lot of that, one, Issa needs to start going to therapy because I feel like Issa's emotional issues have spilled over into every component of her life. Exactly. I feel like she's unable to really deal with work stuff. She's unable to really deal with life stuff. She's unable to really just be Issa truly because she's she has not healed those wounds and i think i mean not that i'm giving her her an excuse but i think that i mean it's happened to me before i free six months ago i mean i not that i was having emotional issues but i was having a lot of my issues that i was having were spilling over into every part of my life and i think that that happens with a lot of people like it's just we don't you don't know what to do because you feel like you're losing control and so every what did you do to get out of it then? i mean i went to therapy mm-hmm. which I, I i'm a proponent of of isa doing because i feel like she is losing control and she doesn't know what to do like she literally felt like her only way of gaining some sort of closure or control was by talking to Lawrence and and alleviating that situation. I'm I'm hoping that that will be the jump start of her taking ownership of her issues. Mm. But I don't yeah, know because then I'm she went right dude. back to Daniel. So exactly. it was kind of like exactly. I don't I don't know. I was hoping that that's what it would be because remember when the, she had the flash of or the montage of them getting married and having kids and blah blah blah. Like, I thought that that would be enough for her to be like, you know what? Even if this doesn't happen with Lawrence, I need to get myself together so that that can happen with somebody else. Right. And I felt like she's, that's what I was hoping that that would be the catalyst of that. And it, I don't know. Maybe it still is. Sideline, though, I think Daniel's a good guy. I think Daniel is a great guy. I think Daniel's there to support her emotionally. He's He's there to support her in all ways. He got his own place. She about to live there. She about to live there. And he going to help her get her car fixed. Like, he's... You know what's going to happen? The role's going to reverse. He going to become Issa and Issa going to become Lauren. Exactly. Because she going to lose her job. She is about to lose her job. She going to lose her job. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand how it's not clicking with her. And maybe that's just something I don't relate to because, like I said... I mean, well, like you said, Cara, I've been there where it just seems like 
this one issue in this part of your life is spilling over into everything mm, yeah. else. But I've caught myself like, girl, yeah. you got to get it together because stuff is out of control. Like you mm -hmm. have to understand, like you have to know your cues. And I yes. think that's my issue with yep. them. It just seems like none of them know when they are spiraling. It's like, exactly. we just going to keep going. All right. And I'm glad we we're talking about this because that is a real thing. Like sometimes like, you'll know that your life is spiral, sp spiraling whenever you're unable to sleep or you wake up uneasy. Correct. And that is a real thing. They should and I have think put a visual of that really in the have. show somewhere. They really should because have. Because that is real. That is real. I've actually been there before where I wake up and my mind, I can, I can feel that my mind was racing while I was asleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, terrible. And a lot of people love this show. They relate to this show. But I think that, like you said, we have to... I mean, she has to, like, identify that her life is literally spiraling out of control. Yeah, it's spiraling. It is definitely spiraling. And, and I, Yeah. And it's the same thing with Lawrence. I mean, I don't mean to cut you no, off, no, no, but no, to fine. go into him, that issue with old girl... Yeah, he got to sit down. He got to stop jumping into these situationships. Like, for real. Anybody that shows him any... So first of all, I'm going to say this too. And I know that this is probably controversial, but an, att an attractive man that has so much going for himself like Lawrence, you don't have to chase no bitches. You don't have to jump in no situationship right. with every girl that shows you a little bit of attention and throws some puss at you. Like... You got to chill and know your worth too, King. Like, know your worth. <laughs> for real. Because Lawrence, I mean, Lawrence was, you know, full of shit for a I long time. I was very disappointed in that scene, by the way. Yeah, well, but you have to think about where Lawrence is at emotionally. Lawrence is not oh, over the Issa situation. He's not over the uh, whatever the other girl oh, situation. He has trust issues in general. But do you see how quickly you forgot her name? Like, that is what he's doing. He's getting these relationships. We're not even going to remember that We're not going to remember. I don't even know what the like, Indian girl name is. She cute, though. She cute? She cute. Yeah, I really honestly I actually felt did like, like her. <laughs> I liked her, too. And I was like, dang, she's kind of a glow up. She is low-key. She, she's low-key a glow up. Not because, like, the way, just the way she looks, but, like, she has her stuff together. Yep. And she's cute. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then you dealing with Issa, Issa with all these issues. Because and she cute, but cute don't pay the bills. So. Right. Right. I, I think he's bringing his. I think he's bringing his baggage into his like new little situation. Of course exactly. he is, yeah. and he doesn't. He has to deal with yeah. it. Which but is I, terrible. I do hope that this conversation between Issa and and Lawrence, and we can get into the conversation in a second. But I hope that it's a catalyst for at least one of them to really say, "Okay, that situation is done." Let me move on and make sure that I got myself together emotionally so that when I get into another relationship or situation or when I get to work tomorrow, I can actually like thrive and survive and actually like be who I was, like be a whole person because they're both broken as crap. Lauren started freaking crying. It's which so sad. I ain't gonna lie. I, I shed a couple on that scene. I that mean, scene I was, felt them. It I've was had a, very, a scene. I've had that exact scene yeah. before <laughs> and it's real. Like it, it, on both of their ends, I was happy with them expressing themselves. However, I was dead on... <laughs> Issa calling in the first place because I don't think that that conversation needs to happen in every relationship. I don't think that you need closure every time. Sometimes you just got to be like, I did what I did. I was wrong in this area. Like, 
close with yourself. So uh, my question is, what about their relationship may makes you feel that that conversation didn't have to happen? Because sometimes I feel like in order for you to move on, I feel like that conversation could be an innuendo for them to go into something else. Mm. And I feel like sometimes okay. if you're done with, if they're done, like if they're not done, then okay, you can have the conversation. But if you're done, things like that don't always have to have in, happen. Close with yourself. Mm. Like you don't always need to hear what the other person has to say. You, Take responsibility hard. for your Close own. Yourself. It's hard. It is hard. Yeah, but I just but feel it's, like it's not always needed if you I really want to move on. Because that, when you have conversations like that, it leaves a piece of that relationship with you because you feel like, okay, if we can have this conversation and we can we work can, through that, yeah, then we can work, work on, through yeah. the next, you know? And yeah. it kind of opens it back up. And it's like, hey, if you're ready for that to be closed, let it close. So, I mean, I think for me, I think Issa still wants Lawrence and Lawrence still wants Issa. I feel that they need to make, I feel like they really need to give each other the opportunity to make it work for each other. Like she said, I needed to be there for you when you needed me. And I feel that Lawrence needs to be there for her the way she needs it. I really feel like it can work. However, some of the circumstances that occurred is just, it was, it's really damaging. Like her going back to Daniel right now, I feel like, once when I when Daniel opened that door, I'm like, okay, their relationship is done. Oh well, I think that once once Lawrence saw Daniel again on Facebook, it was done. I think that that like I think that's the reason why Lawrence said, you know what, Issa, like I'll talk to you later because or when when he left the way he did abruptly was because of Daniel. I think if the okay, let's say this: if he had never seen Daniel again on Facebook. I think that he would have been willing mm -hmm. to try again with Issa. But I think the issue is that Daniel is still in the picture and he doesn't trust her. Mm -hmm. I think it's about Daniel. I think Daniel is like the catalyst for for um, for Lawrence not wanting to get back with Issa. And, if and they it would be for me, too. I mean, yeah. just think about it. Yeah. yeah. The person you cheated with, you still dealing with him? Yeah, of course. Listen. I feel him on it. I'm just trying to figure out, like, why Molly... I thought... <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out, like, why they are all damn near, like, in the same place. It's crazy. I'm trying to figure out where these writers are going with this because that's I was why, let down. I'm not going to lie. That's why I said Insecure isn't the show for me. I like the show. Mm -hmm. Hats off to yeah. Issa Rae. Hats off to the entire cast and the, the young writers that they bring in. Mm -hmm. Like, hats off to it. However... Ain't nobody got their shit together. Because now I feel like Tiffany is cheating on her husband. So I'm just like, do you right. mean to tell me that we about to have a show about millennials that only hang around other broken people? Like nobody in, in the uh. group can pray for you. Nobody in the group can like tell you, girl, get it together. Nobody in the group can be like, dude, you need to step up. Like nobody? Come on, because even, even Lawrence's homeboy that he stayed with for a while, he's so disrespectful to women. It's like... That's the wrong person to look to for advice. And I wouldn't listen to anything he said. Or if, if I was Lawrence's girl, I wouldn't want him to listen to anything that dude said. Because he's so disrespectful. And the other guy, he seems so passive with his I wife. Know. Like, <laughs> you about to get your heart okay, broken, I feel so like. Tiffany could very well be 
cheated on this guy because he is really passive. And I didn't really realize that wasn't the same person until they were literally side by side because I got them two mixed up. I thought, oh, they, were the, friend I thought and they were the same light yeah. skin, and which is terrible. <laughs> That's me. so terrible. You know, it's you terrible. You say all white people look the Well, light skin, maybe. But they got this no, soft hair. Right. Yeah. I thought they were the same. I thought they were the same, and I don't know why I never really put two and two together. What is it? They got that soft hair. I mean, you know, they no. both like me, and they both got soft hair. It's easy to but get them. I mean, I think <laughs> Kelly would playing. be that person to bring that element in, but maybe not. Because when you Hopefully. really, when you really look at them as a dysfunctional, as dysfunctional friends, Kelly is dysfunctional in her own right because she's like she just say shit, which makes matters worse. Well, I'm going to take it back to girlfriends only because the other day was like the 17th year of the show opening. If you look at that show and you, it's four women on this show. If you look at that show, it's four women on there. They were all messed up in some way, but at least one of them was okay in an area where they could like hold their friend up or they could say like, hey, get this together or whatever, like hold each other accountable. It just seems like all of them are in... A bad space. Like, Molly is the wrong person to be telling Issa how to get over a relationship. Jeez. To become a a slower, too? Yeah, but how many friends do millennials realistically have that's going to pull them to the side and say, girl... Get it together. I think not all three many. of us have one. We friend. do. Yeah. We do. We do but how so, many millennials? That's what know. I'm saying. I think it's a rarity. No. I, I think, think we're every lucky. millennial has a friend. I can think of my friend circle and I can name three people yeah, right I now that name. held me accountable over some stuff that I was going through. So I know it's other people that got at least one. At least. But don't you think that this show is meant? And I still stand by this. It was meant to be a conversation starter, which is why they left out the person holding people accountable. They left out people resolving their issues. But then it makes it incomplete, which is why I don't understand that. It's not incomplete because the story isn't over because it's like hella seasons left. But you're leaving out essential people. There are millennials that can be that for their that friends. Are so yeah, but are maybe that's going to happen. Earth. Maybe that's going to happen on season 3. That's what I'm saying. Like it's meant to leave parts out for us to fill in the gaps. Well, that- so I don't think that people like I don't think y'all should be like disappointed in the season because it didn't make a full I was circle. disappointed with the finale just like I was disappointed with the finale of Power. I don't feel that after like out of all the drama that they had all season we was just left with a little like okay here you go i just don't feel like it was that 45 minutes that fi- the extra 15 minutes she could have kept that honestly for real i i mean, I mean and i, I feel love the same and way. i absolutely love the show i, I love i love the show for it being like when you put when you when you take everyone off of their um their image focused life and you really get down to the real them, this right. is this is I people, like that piece. Right? Yeah. I like and that. That's what I'm saying. That's why I like it. And I, know, I that's and why I, I appreciate it. Yeah. I like it for that, but I'm that's just saying I, that it it ain't it doesn't have me like, oh yeah, this is the best stuff since sliced bread. Like it's just all right. I'm gonna still watch it. I get so I get why you feel the way you feel regarding the show now. Yeah. That episode, like that finale was like, okay, the story is not complete, Issa, and I want I want I want a I want completion. Correct. But the other what, part of that is that Issa wrote the last fin- the f- finale, the season finale with someone else. Mm-hmm. 
and no shade to anybody, but her writing is different and you can see that her writing is different. So I would appreciate more writing from her. You mean Issa or the person that she wrote it Issa with? Issa Rae. Yeah. I would appreciate appreciate more writing from her. Just like Mara Brock Akil was writing on every episode of Girlfriends. Like, Issa, you are the writer. And I understand she's trying to give people a chance, but they're leaving things out during the season that we need. And I feel like she has the ability to give it to us. So. And you know what? I think that she probably identified uh, something to that point because I remember on her live feed, like she made a point to say like, hey, the four, the first four episodes was slow, but basically like it's going to start picking up now. So I think that I... I think that she's she's identified something, right? right? I don't know if it's to your point or, you know, something totally different, but I think she has identified something by the statement that she did make. However, I kind of like that. I think it's kind of cool whenever you just throw something out there and it's like, okay, you build your own story, Car build her own story, I build my own story because it makes it, it I guess it some suspense is there, I guess, because we're not thinking it through completely. Mm-hmm. Right. So I get it, but I feel like there still needs to be an overseer. Like, okay, the, is this still falling in is line? Is it what? connecting still? Connecting, correct. Yeah. Um, but I still love the show. I'm excited to see what episode season three will be like. Um, I would just hate for there not to be a season four because then it would be like, all right, y'all literally just wasted my time. <laughs> if, if, if season two is like, if season three is like season two, it's going to take at least four years for us to really get the completion of the ending of Lawrence and Issa. Right. But we still love y'all. I mean, I literally love the show for what it is. The soundtrack is ridiculous, y'all. Oh, yeah. The, the soundtrack, soundtrack is nice. The soundtrack is so... Oh, oh my God. <laughs> but anyway, so that is our wrap-up of Insecure. Yeah, um, and please like it just brings talk a lot of emotions out. It does. I mean, like I feel drained talking about it. Like I'm in these damn relationships, and yeah. it's terrible. I feel the East and Lawrence. I really do. I feel it on a personal level, and I feel like they just need to go to therapy. Like, uh, and Molly's going to therapy and disregarding what her freaking therapist is telling listen, her. If anyone on ever Molly. questioned. Why someone should go on a um, what is it called? Go celibate. Celibate. Go celibate. Follow Molly's life. <laughs> like, girl, you Correct. need to stop getting dick in order for you to like get to know yourself more. In order for you to identify what you like and what you don't like. And I feel Molly on so many levels. You can feel uh, let her, you, let me, let but me, she needs to slow down. I'm and that's my point. With you, I'm saying I feel her on a lot. I agree with you because I feel like as. And you could probably agree with this too. Listen, please like, don't relate her career to her her sexual escapade. Well, it is. It has something. I think that, that when you are a That's very real. when um, you are a very determined woman, especially a black woman, and you make it a point to go all the way through all of these steps of school, you have neglected that part of your life because usually people go through their whole phase in quotes when they're in like college. Grad school. She didn't have time to do that. She was freaking getting it in. So then when she getting it in as it relates to her career, I'm not giving her an excuse. I'm just telling you that a lot of black women in Molly's situation feel her because this is the first point in her life where she's able to be reckless in that regard because she didn't have she had too much to lose before. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not giving her a pass because she she does need to chill. 
Like her body count is like ten off the past two <laughs> off the past two seasons. I'm not saying that she don't need to chill, but I am saying that I feel her on a personal level too because I feel like like when you're so focused on an end goal and then you finally make it to that goal, you be like, okay, cool. What else is out there? And then you be trying to find a nigga and they be tripping. So then you want to get the D because you wasn't able to get the D when everybody else got the D. So and now you're 30 and you're trying to get the D at 30. The pool is dumb small. I mean, when this girl is an attorney. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like... I don't know what it is, and we don't have to go into this, but the, the pool of black men to choose from that have successfully mirrored your success Correct. in education is trash. Dead. D D dead. It's terrible. It's all I'm going to say. Yeah. That's it. Because you have to find somebody that, that matches your level. You have Because when you to. date below... And there's nothing wrong with dating below, but I'm dead on Educationally. It. Let's say educationally below before people get all in their feelings. Right. Educationally. Excuse me. Educationally below. It's fine. But for me, it's like, if I can't have a decent conversation with you about something other than what came on Love & Hip Hop last night, we're dead. What else? I mean, what else is it? And that's where Molly's at. Not only, because Dro is a successful, I don't know what he does, but he's successful in whatever he does. And yeah, he's yeah, married. He's written so he's hotel rooms right? at Lowe's. He's hella <laughs> stable. And that's what that's why Molly is doing what she's doing because she is desperately searching for stability as it relates to a man. And I feel her on it. I feel her on it. I am not giving her a pass because she's dead to me, but I feel <laughs> her on it. Whoa, because that's where we're at. At least she has a friend in you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so now that we've wrapped up Insecure, we are going to talk about food, guys. We are all from the South, and all of you know that. So we definitely enjoy food, right? Good meal. Good meal, shot. So food is definitely embedded in the African-American culture. It is probably almost very disrespectful for you to turn down a cooked meal mm. if someone offer that bitch to you right mm -hmm. so this week we're gonna just dive into some of our special meals that we've loved throughout our lives and also figure out what meals we cook to trap bay because you have a go-to meal to trap bay right <laughs> car definitely has a go-to meal to trap yeah. bay i've had some of michelle's cooking she has her go-to meals as well which i think i, I know what it is I never had your cooking before oh, really i've only had your good. snacks you have really good snacks <laughs> <laughs> your snacks she be lit. Good. and then we're also going to talk about like you know how did we um how are we incorporating healthy meals because i feel mm. like you know black people definitely cook a lot of comfort food and it's great but you cannot eat comfort food twice a day 24 7 right. you can't do that you'll be 3,000 pounds you'll be exactly <laughs> hypertension which diabetes. is why hypertension and... we have these insulin arms these thick thighs <laughs> like you know I, I I'm, I'm I'm all for like loving yourself but you need to be working on making yourself a little bit more healthier mm. and we all do I think we all need it yeah so my first question to y'all is what are some of your what were some of your favorite dishes growing up I'm talking about 
your hair is all over the place. Your ponytail is not slicked back like it was whenever you left, right? <laughs> so you came back, you came home, your book set weighs 10 pounds, you are probably 80 pounds or 70 pounds, right? Or 60 pounds in elementary or whatever. I don't know how much I weighed. Um, <laughs> 30. 30, right? <laughs> and then you threw your book sack on the floor, your hair is all over the place. What are you going to the refrigerator and getting? Like, what is that? what was that moment like for y'all? Or y'all can talk about after you took your bath for the night, preparing for school the next day, what were some of your favorite dishes? Okay, I have three, but you can go. Are, okay, I have a question. Okay. Are we talking about like the snack when you come home, or are we talking about like the meal? Like you okay. was happy that your mama cooked. Let's that start today. off with the snack. Okay. What was your snack, my nigga? Chicken noodles with hot sauce. Like Campbell's chicken noodle soup? No, ramen noodles. <laughs> <laughs> I've known how to make noodles since I was like first grade. Like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> make my own noodles on the stove or in the microwave. Nigga, like I, I could do it. I see why you didn't eat ramen in uh, college because you was over it. I was done with it, but <laughs> now I eat them again because they're good. Like I, so they actually good. are really good. <laughs> and people good. be like, "Oh, that's a struggle meal, Bruh, no, It's good. It's really good. But yeah, that was my like go to snack. My go-to snack was Alenka Boudin and some Funyuns. Oh, Boudin and Funyuns. You know they have hot Funyuns now? Yes, they do. They're dumb. Okay, good. so that you said hot, hot Cheetos. I ate hot Cheetos every single Nigga. day. Hot Cheetos Nigga, when are hot so niggerish. I no. ate them every day. It's a thing. No, I know. It's not it's a niggerish. Nigg- it's a nigga no, thing. No, it's not. Look, have you ever seen? Like have you te- ever seen Susan eat? Hot Cheetos. But they be trying. They be eating when they get home. <laughs> Fuck them. They just don't like to look fat, eat fat in front of people. But they be eating shit when they go home. Trust me. But anyways, Alenka Boudin and a bag of Funyuns, y'all. Like, Alenka Boudin, if, if, if those of y'all who don't know, Alenka Boudin is like meat and rice in, it's going to sound a so stupid. casing. Like, it's literally intestine, intestines casing. It's so good. That's though. what it. That's what the casing is. Yes. I never knew that. I, I've I eaten think it, it is. No, 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 no. I take that. I take that back. Some of it I might think be. It is. Let me see. Some of I'll it Google might be, it. but some of it might not be. But y'all, it's the best thing on earth because you don't really need nothing else but that lanka boudin, not link. A lank of boudin and a bag of chips. Oh, a lank of yeah, boudin. Like a link. Like oh, link, okay, right, okay. Right. I thought that was like the brand. Nigga, no. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to add a, a piece of white bread to it, you can do that. But it was so good, y'all. Like, I mean, that's all you really needed until dinner. Wow. So you were eating boudin like as a kid. Nigga, I was that raised on pork. So, 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 so for you niggas who don't eat pork. That's not for them? <sighs> it's not for them because it's pork. Oh, it's boudin pork? Yeah, Absolutely. Oh, my God. I love boudin. So- oh, I know. my and it's, God. I mean, boudin yeah. balls. Boudin balls, my oh, nigga. Oh, fried with cheese in the middle. Oh. Listen, next time we go to Louisiana, we're going to oh. eat some boudin show. I know you don't really fuck with pork like talking about it, right. but we're going to eat it. Oh. Okay. That Just for that one day. Dumb good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, think about it. What about you, Car? What do you like? So, so you snacking after school. Yeah. So my grandmother was like the snack queen. So we would just have a, any little Debbie snack that you could think of. We had Y'all like had honey buns, zebra cakes? zebra cakes, nutter butters, freaking those peanuts, peanut butter sticks with the chocolate. How do you eat Nutty Buddies? Do you like peel the layer I, off? I take them apart. Yeah, yeah I, take them apart. I take them apart. I take them apart. I take them apart. Um, we Nutty had... Buddy is like the wafer, like the two little wafer it's sticks. It's the two You can take it apart? Yeah, yeah it'd be you layered. can bite it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't eat chocolate as a child. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. Why not? 
It was nasty. I didn't like the way it tasted. Jeez. You see, we're going to talk about those poor learned, well, those poor learned eating habits. Oh, my God. Because chocolate was. Yeah. But no. Yeah, we had every. And also at school and high school, every day we had these vending machines. I used to get a pack of Nikot cookies. You ever had a Nikot? (gasps) Yes. A pack of Nikot. A pack of Nika and a Mountain Dew every single day. I call them Nico, but she's. They know, may have, be Nico. I, I don't know. know. I just call them Nika. Right. They are so. You, you never had a Nika? I didn't eat cookies. Listen, either. I buy them to this day for nostalgia. <laughs> Nikas are dumb yeah, good. They're dumb. They're basically little. They're they're the crackers in the pack, like the cheese crackers, but they're like. Like, and they look sweet. brown, so they don't look appealing. Yeah, but they're, they're brown, so good. but they have peanut butter in. Oh man, it's bomb. The it's Nika like sweet is... peanut butter. It's not like yeah. the bitter. Y'all peanut have butter. to show me a picture because maybe I ate it's it. Bomb. I'm no. gonna show you. I didn't. You I didn't it. eat cookies. Cookies though, like chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. I didn't eat that. Um, I mean, I was a Girl Scout, so I ate all cookies at yeah. all times. You probably had it before because you know whenever we were growing up they just gave us juice and crackers. Right. They really did. It was no Lunchable nigga. <laughs> uh-uh. It was like juice, juice and, crackers. and crackers. That's it. And the no name juice. Right. <laughs> did y'all have the milk in the pouch? Yes. At school? Where you had to stab? Oh, no, I never had that. Yes, the stab milk. It was disgusting. It was terrible. Because let one bag leak and you... All the bags, all the the bag milks, it just had milk on it. It was just so disgusting. God forbid it be chocolate, so the bag is like sticky. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't care. Nope, they was they like, didn't give a darn. About give to wipe you, this shit down. Uh, give give him that darn chocolate <laughs> pouch, right. or just dig your hand. You have milk <laughs> on your fingers, but your pack is not open. So what were y'all cooking? So I'll go first on this one. So y'all know I lived with my grandmother, right? So my grandmother is like this. Creole Southern cooking woman. Mm-hmm. When I got home, really and truly, it was either I got a lane kaboudin. So at around three o'clock, she would she would cook at least three times, three or four times a day. That's such a great no lie. move. I love so it. So when I got home, I either had like a an actual cooked meal that people would eat for dinner, mm-hmm. like an actual cooked meal, whatever that may be, rice and gravy. Um, you know, cro- Louisianians <laughs> or whatever y'all call uh-huh. y'all love <laughs> rice and gravy. Nigga, we eat rice with everything. With everything. My rice. dad, that's his reigning joke about my mom <laughs> is that when he met her, it was like she cooked rice with everything, and he was like, "You eat rice with everything." And then when he met, went and met her family, it was like rice for breakfast, right. rice for lunch, rice Nigga, for we dinner. Put rice in our eggs, correct? Rice for everything. Yeah, I love but rice it, to this day because no, of that. Probably it's good. Like nigga, like pour some of that whatever juice you cook your meat in over that rice. With a little veggie and you're good. Yeah, I love a rice. Anyway, so she would cook this, like she would cook meals. So I would have like a full, like a full meal at like three o'clock. <laughs> and then around seven or eight o'clock, we would watch like Magava or Myrtle She Wrote, and she would just like throw like fresh fish in the oven, right? Mm. So we would we would have fish for like dinner. Right. But we would have our real dinner at like three o'clock. And it's like around seven, eight o'clock, it's like a little fish snack. So you would just eat fish with maybe like some boiled potatoes or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it was just so good. I miss that lady. Like, I really miss this woman. I, I bet really that food was miss good. Her. And we Because your family can't Like, we would shoot the yeah. shit and eat. Just eat all day. Like, who does that? And I was still small. Yes. And I think it's because I was not eating like processed food. I was eating like actual Re- meals. Actual food. Right, right. right. 
So yeah, that was some of my so my favorite meal that she cooked was actually these um, cabbage rolls, right? Mm. So she would like do um, ground meat with like onions and bell peppers and like these different spices, and then she would wrap the like she would make it into like just think of a potato, so like mm. a little small meatloaf or like she would wrap she would like do the ground meat as if it's a little potato, and then she would layer the outside of the ground meat with cabbage. Mm. And then she would smother it with like this Creole tomato <sighs> sauce, y'all. When oh, I tell gosh. y'all, I don't even want to talk about it. It was dumb good. That was my favorite meal to this day. And Can she you passed... make it? No, I can't. What? I can't. The only person who knows how to make it is my aunt Phyllis. Oh, oh. I said, does your mom know how to make it? Cause... My aunt Phyllis knows how. They had to divide her dishes up because she just cooked everything so like mm-hmm. they, they oh yeah well, yeah because it was things. so much yeah, stuff. It was just yeah, so yeah, much, yeah. So. yeah that makes sense that was my favorite it was actually cabbage rolls y'all it was wow. the bomb. that sounds so life. good life life why grandma's food be done like that's all they had to, that's they all they do doing? all day like i feel like they be putting like i don't know what they be putting spit in it but it be <laughs> well so one good. i think it's because they have gas burners you know We've been in apartments like since probably we've been in college, right. and they have electric stoves. Electric stoves to me tends to cook your food faster. That's a good point. So with gas stoves, it cook it a little bit slower, but you know it's that like the season, season, season is, is really setting in, right? Good point. So, and they was probably marinating it Nigga. all day Nigga. and night. Yeah, they put like they was cooking meals and preparing the meals for tomorrow too. <laughs> Correct. So, what were some of y'all favorite uh, dishes? My grandma dinner dishes. You know, my as much as I talk shit about my grandmother, she can cook her butt off. For real, what are some of and her, her dish? best dishes? She makes this chicken and rice, y'all. I don't know what she be doing. I love a chicken and rice. Listen. Is it like rice and gravy? No. It will it be rice and gravy, but it'd be like a light gravy. So the gravy be broth from the actual chicken. Yeah. Listen. Every time I would go home, I'm like, I just put it in a Ziploc. I don't give a darn. <laughs> I don't give a darn what it looked like. Put that all in a Ziploc. She used to make this bomb chicken and rice, and she makes macaroni and cheese. Like oh That's why God. it's my favorite. The elbows. Mac- macaroni and cheese is my favorite food to this day. She, I don't know what she be doing to it, but she freaking just. So do you I make the chicken know. and rice or no? I don't. I have never made it, but my okay, friend. You okay, talk, you gotta you gotta reach back out to and get the recipe. My friend Ashley, shout out to Ashley. Ashley learned how to make it. Okay. And so I have to actually ask Ashley to do. But I think the only thing you do is you pretty much season the chicken really well and mm. you boil it. Ah. And so you boil it and then you literally cook the rice separately in chicken broth uh-huh. and then mix them together. That's oh. pretty much all you do, but you got to over season the chicken so that right. it'll also season the rice. Oh, okay. But I don't know like what all to put in it or whatever, but my friend Ashley, she got it she down. Knows, she knows it. So she, be cook, she be cooking her broth. Ashley, we need the recipe. Chicken and rice and freaking mashed potatoes. And my granddaddy used to cook, used to make this um, yellow cake with chocolate mm. icing, but there he would do the real Thin layers of of the cake, so okay. he would do like dumb. Like, it would be like ten or eleven or twelve layers of the cake. Oh, really? And like, yeah. Oh man, ain't no. I ain't never had no like. I ain't, ain't never, never had, had no yellow since, cake. Since like, then, no. Yeah, since then. That's and I actually bought some. I was like, oh, it's yellow cake with chocolate icing. Let me get this because it just it's so nostalgic for me, and it just not didn't. the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he used to put his foot up in that <laughs> darn cake. <laughs> 
Oh man, that's why I'm fat now because I like. Cake. <laughs> what about you, Show? You sound like my uh, roommate. She loved cake. My roommate from college. She'd be like, "You going to a baby shower? You got? Do they have cake?" <laughs> but no. Um. So my favorite meal that my mom cooked when I was younger was fried pork chop, mm. and she would do these like. <laughs> Saute potatoes with Mega. onions. Smother potatoes. Yes, smother potatoes. potatoes. Man. Have you, have you smother po- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry, no, okay. oh, no you I haven't had yours it. yet. You got to make it because I love it. My you mama don't, don't be, be cooking, cooking no more. Jesse don't, don't be cook cooking. Jesse no, don't be cooking. Unless I ask her, but I be wanting to like fall through the house and be like, it's already made. You know what I'm saying? Like she doesn't cook like she used to when I was younger. We need to get the ingredients and we just be like, look, we're recording next Tuesday. Can you just can have you it make ready? these? Can you the just have it ready for us? Child, and then she would do <laughs> fried corn, and she did make me some fried corn, y'all, like a month ago. When she makes actual like fried corn nuggets, or she no, like so she's frying it in oh, the, the skillet. Oof. Yeah, and it's like back then, my mom when we were, you know going to Louisiana a lot more frequently, my cousin would shuck the corn for mm. her. So we talking about corn that they were picking up off, off the, field. the field. Oh, yeah. my God. Correct. <laughs> and then she would bring it back to Texas. We used to do pecans like that. We used to do a lot of stuff like that. A but different taste. It, like, it is. Oh, when it's fresh, it's, yeah. com- no, it's, it's completely, completely different. different. But yeah. yeah, I used to love, that would be like my favorite meal. Like I would hope that, you know, she would do it for me again, just randomly. Maybe she listens because she listens now, guys. Oh, Shut up. How you feel about that? <laughs> right. Yeah, I ain't cousin no more, bye. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, she asks me about it sometimes, but oh, she know I'm no. grown. <laughs> but anyways, um, <laughs> I would hope that after listening, she'll just, you know, randomly make that meal for me one day. Her fried pork chop. The crazy thing about it is like when I grew up, I never understood like the fried chicken jokes right Mm -hmm. because people be like oh all black people eat fried chicken my mom never fried chicken she fried pork Pork chops chops. you know what i'm saying and so i was like i don't get the joke like what you know (laughs) like like, what are you talking about black people don't eat i don't we don't eat fried chicken chicken you know but anyways it was because she was frying pork chop so So do you know how to fry the pork chop oh baby i will fry a pork chop down yes that was my favorite meal i remember being in college like calling my mama like girl what i need to do and like she told me all the seasonings and everything i'll fire pork chop down i just don't eat it anymore for you know health reasons but anyways and then like y'all know i spent a lot of summers with my family um back in my mom's hometown and so like her great her aunts who are my great aunts would cook and that is when I fell in love with like country foods. Because, food. you know, Justin, your family is from South Louisiana. Yeah. And my mom's family is from Northeast. North yeah, Northeast. And Where are they from again? What city? Well, she was born in Bonita, but they live in Bastrop. Oh, now. no, Bastrop. Yeah, that's yeah. near Monroe, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, but they would cook like really country stuff. And like, it wasn't a lot of, I didn't eat a lot of Cajun food Cajun and Creole like, you know, food, Creole yeah. food. Because, yeah, it's different. It's different. Um, but, baby, greens I know. with Let ham me tell you hog. Something. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Macaroni and cheese yeah. with all the cheese. All the cheese. Butter beans. I love. <laughs> Listen, Listen, I, don't think I I've love had butter, butter beans and llama beans and llama beans, baby. But we're talking about my mom's aunts, yeah. my great aunts. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like these are they women that were born level. in like the Listen, 1920s. Exactly. They all, they so all when I was baby. seven, yeah. 
they was in their 70s. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like listen. still cooking down. Yeah. I'm talking about neck bones. Ooh. Do you hear me? I, and my mom would be like, I don't understand. You're from the city and you right. eat all these country foods. And I'm like, because I loved it. Nigga, it's once so you taste good. It. It's like once you go black, you never go back. Once Seriously. you eat that type of food. Seriously. Nigga, you want it. It's you want it. Like, it's crazy. difficult to go vegan after you have neck Correct. bones. I wish somebody would tell me to stop eating pork. <laughs> like I probably should and probably have every reason to stop eating pork. Correct. But when I go home, I'm getting me a lank of boudin. <laughs> Immediately. With some Immediately. Right. Immediately. And cornbread tasting like cake. Oh my god. Do you hear gosh. me? They slather <laughs> the butter on there. It's a slather of butter. Bruh, it I miss it. those women. They are all gone oh, now. And I miss those women yeah. for so many reasons. But baby, right. that one of my great aunts, her chicken and dumplings. Oh my god. Let me tell you something. That is so country, and I freaking love it. <laughs> <Bruh. laughs> this lady lived to be 97 years old, y'all. Wow. And I'm telling you, she was still in the kitchen cooking. And them chicken and dumplings, I just be like, hey, Lena, can... Can just, I get some chicken and dumplings? Can I get like a six yeah, piece? Yeah, baby. You know, how they, you know how they serve that at the restaurant? You only <laughs> I get, get a six piece <laughs> lemon <laughs> pepper wig. <laughs> yeah. No, so we're going to move on to the next question, but I think this kind of like, it just made me think of something. Like, this is why being around your family is important, right? Yeah, correct. Because these are moments that can't nobody take that away from them, mm-hmm. right? Like, Absolutely. no matter what they go through, there's always something that's going to like remind them of that happiness Mm -hmm. or the family. And unfortunately, like, I mean, we all had grandmothers that can cook, but I was close to my grandmother, but I never got them recipes. And my mom and them barely got them recipes too. So, you know, I don't know. It's it's good. Go back home to your families, talk to them, (laughs) gain some of those recipes. Now, what y'all cooking to Trap Bay? What you cooked uh, to trap Ben? Shell, uh, what you cook <laughs> or what you will cook to trap Future Bay? Well. <laughs> Should I answer? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, contrary to my family, <laughs> I don't cook a lot of like food like that because okay what you were saying earlier made a lot of sense this is why it's important to be around your family because yeah. i should have been paying attention i should have been in the kitchen i should have been you know but right. i was just focused on eating but anyways <laughs> um i cook a lot of italian foods mm, okay. and my chicken parmesan wait so you cook chicken parmesan chicken parmesan like where Excuse the chicken me? is crusted correct oh yes okay. that is my I'm about to fill you up with this <laughs> food. <laughs> and fill that. I'm up. dead on you. I'm dead on you. <laughs> with this chicken parmesan. It's so good. That's how I trapped Atlanta Bay. We're just going to call him Atlanta okay, Bay. Atlanta Bay. That's how I trapped Atlanta Bay. I don't think I ever, Texas Bay, I don't think I cooked that for him. I was, you know, doing whatever. Yeah. But anyway. But listen, chicken you parmesan. You were doing the froggy is what you was doing. <laughs> <laughs> she, was just, she was trapping him with that frog. She was doing the froggy. That's what she was doing. Listen, chicken parmesan seems very involving. So oh, it is. It's not an easy it meal. Take, okay, yeah. How long does it take you? It, it, it takes me at least two hours because I like to season my chicken before. Right, okay. Yeah, and I let that sit while I'm prepping everything else. But wow. yeah, so it's not an easy like. Is it, is it over mashed potatoes? 
No, no. Pasta. Yeah. Oh, it's pasta. Okay. Because you have the tomato salad. I'm thinking of chicken fried steak. I didn't mean to shake you like that. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm thinking of chicken fried steak. No, chicken parmesan. It's over pasta with the tomato sauce. Ooh, that's so that's good. me, and I'm gonna have that bread right. And it's like that Dunzo. Dunzo. It's it's really. I have a picture of Atlanta Bay the night I made that meal for him, and his face <laughs> was like lit up. I want to see it, Bay. but I don't want you to go back. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> it's deleted. But no. yeah, so that's it. Delete, delete, delete. Delete, Linda. Um, how you trap being far? Tra- how you well, trap? Because I know you, well, you conjured have, up something. My cooking has evolved since we, we first met. So I think I trap being with some other stuff that we okay, talk about. Okay, so on the how do you keep him? But <laughs> I make a really. You've had my Cajun pasta Nigga. before. I have. Have we you all, had it too? Yes. Hell oh yeah, yeah. I did cook it for y'all. Yes. So I actually Cara, got wait. this recipe <laughs> from a girl that went to law school with me. I can't remember who it was, but shout out to you, girl, because. You put me on. So I make a either crawfish or shrimp Cajun Alfredo pasta. And it is, I mean, y'all can just, y'all can talk about it because y'all had it. It's amazeballs. <laughs> um, I'm trying to like, I wish I can describe it, but it's ridiculous. Like all the seasonings are there. It's made with angel hair, angel hair pasta. Yeah. Angel Alfredo, hair. right? Maybe no or no. Yeah, I make my own Alfredo. So I use heavy whipping cream, half and half. And like a bunch of different cheeses and mix them together. It's so good, y'all. You had that doggone shrimp, right? Yeah. I was like, man. It's like once you start, you don't want to stop. You don't. You're going to go for seconds. Yeah. And then once you, you know, once your stomach open up a little bit, you're going to (laughs) get some more. That is a trap. It is a trap. It's a fucking trap. It's so good. It's like slightly spicy, but not too spicy. It's yeah, I'm a them bell peppers was the right. The bell peppers, because like, I, I the base is onions, bell peppers, and, and celery, which is a, like a Louisiana yes, Cajun base. Yeah, definitely. And so yeah, but I just asked Ben what his favorite was, and he said I don't cook for him. But um, <laughs> the reality <laughs> is, the reality is, I be doing the froggy, so he don't give a darn about the cooking. Uh, <laughs> hey, they do say <laughs> they do say the way to a man's heart is his stomach, so you may need to start cooking. Just saying. Well, well the froggy is partly <laughs> right. I'm stomach, on the stomach so. too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the stomach when I'm doing the froggy. Correct. Kabuya, kabuya. I had to call my mama to see if she all right. <laughs> I hate y'all. Y'all silly. <laughs> now, Justin, listen. Okay. Before you go on to the question to ask yourself or to answer for yourself, yeah. what's your favorite? I'm just gonna mind? put this out there. What? Every meal you cook Everything. is a trap meal. Everything. Everything. Everything you cook. Everything. It's some stuff you cook. <laughs> I don't even eat and I eat it because you cooked it. It's so oh my God. good. Let's Everything. The ghetto spaghetti. Oh, you had the ghetto spaghetti. The roast. Oh, the I haven't had the roast. I had the spaghetti. Oh, the roast. The roast. the roast. the roast is dumb. What is the meal with the peas? The reason I remember the peas, because I don't even eat peas, but they were so good. They were sweet. It was like the meatballs. 
Oh, with the gravy and could, rice, turkey, anything gravy I could, related. Turkey, meatball stew with potatoes with like rice. Oh and my god! Peas. Oh my god! <laughs> I was I was there and like other he had invited other people and I was just like I feel bad because I don't know if everybody ate yet. But I, <laughs> no, no. but I I made a lot. I really made a lot. Um, dang. Okay, so since you brought all that up, I forgot about all that. I would say like my trap <laughs> meal. Is definitely comfort food. I really like. I really just asked my mom about this recipe because my mom make this really good smothered potatoes, which is similar to what your mom makes. Uh. Um, and I like. Have you had my smothered potatoes? I'm gonna I'm cook it for y'all. You need to cook. Please do. But I do these smothered potatoes with uh, this smothered like pork steak mm. over rice. It's double starch, y'all. But with the gravy and like the smothered potatoes and the pork rice. steak is extremely kicking, motherfucker. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Um, oh, so, yeah, that's what I do. Like, I'm really good. not a baker, you know, but I, I'll bake some, like, Nestle cookies, like, right after. Just, to, like, you know, go <laughs> to bed. Right. Like, go to You're sleep, stupid. you know. Uh, but I really just enjoy Cajun Creole food, honestly. Like, my crawfish etouffee, I think it's good. My ghetto spaghetti is really, really good. Shout out to Lanisha. She gave me the recipe. Ghetto spaghetti is just pretty much, like, you cook the spaghetti, and then you put it in a pan. You throw, like... Ricotta cheese, Velveeta cheese, you layered with cheese, um, sour cream on there, and you bake that hoe, mm. and you let it sit, and then you eat it. It's like lasagna, but just the ghetto way. Right. Just throwing it all in. <laughs> ghetto That's spaghetti. why I call it ghetto spaghetti. It's so good. Everything no. you cook. <laughs> So For real. Good. So now that everyone knows that we indulge and we love comfort food, right, we're getting older. And car is about to turn 30. And Shell and I, we uh, are in our 30s, right? I am not 30 yet. Good for you. Uh, I got 10 more days. So I, 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 I guess it's safe to say that we had to um, identify that we had some poor eating habits, right? Mm-hmm. Some learned behaviors of eating that was just slightly terrible. But in all seriousness, like, what are some healthy ways of you, like, I guess, what are some things that you implement within your diet to make you more healthy, I had to cut out salt. Like, I can't cook with salt, actual salt. So, because my ankles were swelling up, like, (laughs) I think I talked about this before. Like, so I had to cut out sodium from my diet. So, I try when I actually cook, I either use a salt substitute or I use other means of seasoning my food that don't have salt in them. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, what I try to do is eat a vegetable with every meal. That's another thing um, because it's easy to just like carb load like right. potatoes over biscuits slathered with grits and cheese. I mean, you know, that's comfort food. You know, it's <laughs> difficult. So, yeah, um, I, I try to have a vegetable with every meal, but it is it is difficult when you grow up on fatty comfort foods yeah. to go from, excuse me, to go from that to eating, to lettuce. eating broccoli. Yeah, it's... Dang, it's it's a little difficult. So, but I do try to cut out salt when I can. Got mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um, I I I love the fact that I love juice now. I'm so happy I started juicing. So, what I try to do is, um, I'm not a breakfast person. So, what I eat for breakfast is probably what someone may eat for lunch. So, I have a like heavy breakfast, and then I juice all day. And then I try to eat my 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 regular dinner meal um, at around like five or seven o'clock between like five and seven. So I try to eat early, and then I also have like 
maybe three or four juices throughout the day. And I think that just gives me like my vegetables, my greens, because I don't necessarily like eating my greens. I would much rather drink them. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. and I'm glad I love, I'm glad I like tapped into that because I really, I really don't, I don't like lettuce. I really don't. I appreciate salads, cold salads, but for me to like eat salad for dinner, like, like a warm chicken over salad, I don't like that. So um, I would much rather just juice my greens and eat my regular food when I was time to eat. <laughs> my right. carbs because I, sometimes I double up on them <laughs> which is I terrible love double <laughs> like which is terrible um for me there were two things that I had to do um just to change my diet um <clears throat> and the first one was stop eating pork and so when I say I don't eat the swan it ain't because I don't get down with the pork it's because <laughs> Too much sodium, and I was getting very heavy headaches. Um, I I remember that. Yeah. Jeez. And um, my doctor said, you know, to remove certain things out of my diet, which was sodas and pork. And did it help? Miraculously, (laughs) it went away. They went away. So I don't have headaches like that anymore. Um, if I eat pork, it's just gonna be like in moderation, you know. Like oh, when she come over to my house, <laughs> <laughs> when you got a like a boudin, a like a boudin with a um, piece of bread. And so, yeah, I had to do that for myself. So even though I can fry a pork chop, I don't eat them anymore. And then the second thing was, I used to have these issues when I was younger of getting dehydrated. And I mean, like, dehydrated to the point where I was in the hospital with, like, 12 IVs. Jeez. So, yeah, it was really bad. And the doctors could never figure out, like, hey, what's going on? You're just dehydrated, Mm -hmm. so let's put you on these IVs. But it was obviously because of lack of water. Mm. I'm the type of person, if if I'm not thirsty, I don't drink anything. You're not going to drink. I got you. So, now... I drink water like crazy. Like with every meal I'm drinking water throughout the day, I'm drinking water. And the benefits of that is that, um, you know, like my skin is great. I don't have cravings for like juices and um, soda, whatever like that. Like water has become like my drink of choice. Outside of, you know, a little Hennessy and cranberry every now and then. <laughs> a, little Henny, a little Henny and cranberry. So, right. <laughs> but um, those are the two things as far as my diet goes that I, like, really changed. Right. But other than that, Shadi, I'm still out here. No, so I really think it's very important for everyone to be a little bit more health conscious when it comes to their diet. I know that most of us, I mean, food in the African-American culture is just like a thing. I don't think it will ever go anywhere. Um, obviously, if you can switch up your diet to a more healthy um, lifestyle I would assume I mean I can say do so but if you can't like just be like find ways to get it in like for me I I love I was raised on vegetables I eat my vegetables but when I cook vegetables I probably overcook it and it's no longer healthy so oh, what I yeah. do is I mean I'm 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 really saying this but I really really am thankful and glad that I really started juicing because now I'm probably getting more nutrients. more more nutrients that I I was just really not getting. So find ways to incorporate that in. I know they do have some salad lovers like go ahead on and eat your salad, mix up your greens like I can't I can't eat kale, but I can juice kale. I can juice cucumbers. I love cucumbers mm. too, but I love kale greens, like cooked greens. Cook? Oh, I haven't yeah. had it I'm, like well, that. Well, I've mixed them with like collards because mm-hmm. it gives it like you really can't tell the you difference. Can't really tell. Right. Yeah, and then also 
I actually don't like cucumbers whole, but I like them in juices. In juice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So gotcha. I, I kind of, I'm And plus they make a lot of juice. So it's kind of, yeah. Bro, <laughs> hella juice. juice. <laughs> it makes a lot kale, of juice. Because kale, you can barely get no juice yeah, out. You can't, yeah, you can't. You can't. So definitely make sure that you are eating healthy. I know we went over some amazing foods that probably salivated your palate. <laughs> but don't be eating that shit every day. Yeah, and I mean, like, don't feel the pressure of, like, having millennials yeah. in Because we do the most. We're so extreme. We do the most. But, I mean, like you said, being healthy, yeah, because I, I feel like I eat a lot of fish. Mm-hmm. Um, But naturally, that's just what I grew up on. Like, right. like I said, we didn't eat a lot of chicken. My mom didn't fry chicken. So, I'm naturally um, prone to eating fish and shrimp and things like that. So if eat whatever you feel like is comfortable for you, but just be aware of like our culture and the yeah. diseases that, that is associ- yeah, continue to, to yeah. yeah be associated with, you know, black people because of the way we eat. So all those seasoning, that hypertension, you know, high cholesterol, diabetes like it's real it it will come if you continue to eat the way we once have and the reason why it's even more important to pay attention to those things now is like you said earlier like those things were fresh yeah some like my mom grew up on a farm and so her aunts were like picking from the farm the farm Mm -hmm. we getting this stuff from kroger you know, whoever, whatever store you shop at, Publix, Walmart, wherever you shop. And just because you go to Whole Foods doesn't mean that it's the best right. or the most clean. So be cognizant of that. Is that those things they were eating back then, the reason why they were living until 89 years old and 90 was because they were eating fresh. Right. Versus they, what we eat now. And they would actually get up and just go walk the block. So they did. They did Correct. exercise. Exactly. Don't get that twisted. Don't get it twisted. Right. Um, but shout out to my friend Andrika. Whenever we go eat out, she'd be like, hypertension is real, y'all. Y'all keep on eating that. Oh, Drika. <laughs> She's so cute. She'd be like, hypertension Sweet is Drika. real. So yeah, y'all, make sure y'all do incorporate healthy options in your food. And we're going to try to, like, maybe if I cook one day, we can probably post one of my dishes, mm-hmm. our car's dishes, Bye. our shell's dishes on our Instagram with those ingredients so y'all can try it out. Bye. Absolutely. Because all you have to do is take me to a place where the chef is what? Creo. Bomb. And I'm satisfied. So what's up with this millennial moment? Child, listen. I'm not reading this whole email. <laughs> Please don't. I'm just about to give y'all the synopsis. Basically. <laughs> I love how you give it though. You be like, so this person. <laughs> he has to say start with so. <laughs> and I was about to. <laughs> so <laughs> we have the writer in the email is the friend and she says that uh, one of her homegirls basically was going through a crisis of thinking that she was pregnant. And, you know, throughout the entire pregnancy scare, she was just like overly frantic. And her and her other friends were like, well, I mean, what's really going on? Like, why is it, you know, you're 34 years old. We know who you talk to. Like, why is it so scary for you? And why are you so upset about, like, the possibility of being pregnant? Mm-hmm. Um, now, she also mentioned that the person just started a new job and she's actually just starting to get on her feet because she's been kind of in a rough place lately. And so they thought maybe it was that. But she broke it down to them and said that there is a possibility the baby could be fathered by three different people. That's Molly. So, <laughs> I ain't here for it. Sorry, sweet Molly. So, um, 
you know, good thing. It was just a scare. She found out she wasn't pregnant, you know, took the test. Her cycle came. She's good, you know, whatever. The friend is writing in to say, did I handle the situation well? She claims that she talked to the friend about it and kind of worked her through the crisis and just mm -hmm. told her, like, hey, don't worry about, like, having to father or having to figure out which father is and blah, blah, blah. She was just like, just figure out what's going on first. Right. Um, and then after they found out she was not pregnant, she decided to have a conversation with her friend and was just like, hey, girl, what are we going to do about this? Like, are we... Xing out the other two, you just gonna stick with the one? Are we gonna use a condom? Are you getting, you know, like yeah. what do what are we doing? Because we thirty four, we not, you know, right twenty two. So you can't be doing a froggy on everybody. Correct. <laughs> the froggy should be reserved. Put that in the reservoir. <laughs> the froggy has to be reserved because it's a lot of work. So right. ain't nobody working that hard. I'm just saying. Uh, but anyways, I'm. Did she do the right thing? Was she, you know, should she have said something to the friend afterwards? Should she have been so comforting during the crisis? Or how would y'all have handled that if you had a friend in that predicament? So I think she did the right thing. Um, for me, you know, I really like Kelly on Insecure, and I hate to just bring Insecure up, but I think this this letter is, is, is just there. Um, but I think I naturally probably don't make the right steps when it comes to helping a friend within a crisis. Um, and it's only, it, it's, it, it's, it's not because I have bad intention It's because I'm like, I'm, I just may not know what to do mm -hmm. like at that time. Cause I have extremely like awkward, immature moments like that, but I'm still trying to work on myself. But I think <laughs> she did a really great job with like, just um, talking to her um, and supporting her. Cause I think like right now where we are as adults, I think, friends should support like i think mm. honestly i mean if if i have someone who support me i probably have a friend in my life right now right mm -hmm. i don't think that judgment needs to be there i don't think um you need to help me figure out something i don't think you need to figure out my life unless i ask for mm -hmm. your advice mm -hmm. um and i think she did a really great job i think once everything was resolved um, I think she used that opportunity just to, you know, ask her what's going on, obviously out of love and care because, you know, yeah, you got a baby, but you could have had HIV, syphilis, mm -hmm. uh, HPV, any of those things. But I think she did a really great job. Um, I probably would have handled it a little different. Um, which is probably not the best way, but I think with me and my friends, I feel like I can be a little bit frank with them. Like, what's going on? Like, you tripping? Like, but I mean, I'm here for you. Let's let's figure this thing out. Right. Um, and I think it probably only works because they know me and they know that I'm not trying to judge them. Um, but I think what she did was good. Like, I think that conversation is all she needs to have, though. I don't think there needs to be a follow up Further or a action. checkup because it's like she's grown. She understands what she's doing and she knows what she's doing unfortunately that circumstance just got the best of her at that time mm -hmm. I, I i think i'm gonna agree with justin which is a first oh whatever <laughs> in probably 10 episodes no you just be filling these holes <laughs> <laughs> no but i i think we're at the point where like we're gonna make our decisions you know and it's like you're an adult so i can be like girl you tripping and then keep it moving i mean she's not pregnant right right but even if she was, 
the deed is already done. So there's no, like, there's really nothing I can say that's going to undo what has already happened. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to talk about that. Anyway. <laughs> talk <laughs> I, about it. No, 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 I can't. But I do think what? that sometimes, I want to know. Sometimes <laughs> our friend, I'll tell y'all at the podcast, okay. after we record, sometimes our friends make decisions that we're not going to agree with. And we are going to think that they're wrong and we're going to, and, and we could feel comfortable saying those those things to them, but sometimes it's better to let those things, excuse me, to leave those things unsaid if there's nothing we can do about the result. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I would be. Like, I'm going to tell her what I feel and at some point I'm going to just have to be like, all right, cool, I'm going to let it go. And and tell her what I feel to an extent where I feel like it's it wouldn't damage our friendship because it, honestly there's nothing I can say that's going to reverse mm -hmm. what she already did. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm i just going to go out on a whim and say that I think this may be what you were talking about. But uh, like you said, there's no undoing because at 34, I mean, a Smith's motion is out. Like, that's <laughs> just. Yeah, because you're too old. You're too old for that. You're too and old. And I mean, it sounds like she's single. So, you Did know. Did you just say a Miss Mortian? A, a Smith's Smith Mortian. <laughs> Wait, Have you what? seen the movie Knocked Up? No. Knocked Up? <laughs> they said it on that movie that and I adapted it to my vocabulary. It's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's out. And so it's like, you know, yeah, just support her because mm -hmm. at, at this point, like, what else can you do with friends? You know, like, I feel like yeah. <clears throat> definitely hold friends accountable. Yes. But there's no reason to, like, be ugly to your friends or hateful right. or, like, try to make them feel bad about decisions that they make or things that they're going through. Like, you should just support them and say, like, hey, you know, what are you thinking about this? Right. Like, how does this make you feel or whatever? And just kind of help them process those feelings for themselves because like you said they're adults they're gonna make whatever decisions they want to so i think she did the same the good thing i mean i think she did a good thing as well you know so let me like pat you on the back a little bit show because as much as i have like some kelly behavior mm -hmm. like <laughs> you and my friend tanya who's also a therapist and uh tyra I mean, the way y'all communicate to me, I'll be like, man, they be on that therapy lingo. Like, you know, process this. You know, y'all be throwing y'all words. Like, you said something early. I'm like, yeah, that's what she needed to do. But <laughs> it's, I think timing is, like, you have to you have to know how to, like, communicate. Mm, and okay. I think that's something that is really good. Like, I, you said something that I just absolutely forgot. But, you know... <laughs> You have to know how to communicate. Like you, sometimes like certain situations requires you to communicate in a certain way. Yeah. Where that person knows that I am not trying to attack you right now, right? Mm. And it's those words allow you allow them to receive what you're saying or what you're trying to get at or what you're trying to ask very very well. And Brittany does it too. BT does it well. BT as well. is amazing at it. And yeah. it's, she's and, so good at and it. And it's like you don't. Yeah. They don't realize you're going somewhere, but. They don't. They can't identify. They can't realize it right now because of the way, the in the way that you're communicating. So, shout out to y'all and you, Michelle, because y'all have really helped me how to just like communicate a little bit better. Thank you, Justin. And then also like <laughs> to find like the right timing because timing is everything. Too. I was just about to say, like, it's, if it's about timing. And if they're releasing, sometimes it's not time for you to talk. Maybe it's maybe the next time y'all meet up, then it's probably. 
may be the best time for you to like, you know, give your unsolicited advice. I was going to say, I, I mean, I'm not going to talk about the situation, but there's a situation where I have a friend that I don't agree with what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And I chose instead of like my my normal mind being like, girl, what is you like? This is dumb. What is you doing? What is you doing? <laughs> like, this is stupid. I reeled it back in and I was like, you know, how do you feel about it? Are you happy? Correct. Are you excited? What what are you doing to prepare for X, Y, Z? Instead of taking the condescending and judgmental route. Yeah. Mm. And that I think is so important when it comes to timing mm. and also when it comes to just where your friendship is with that person. Because I think BT is really good at timing, but like sometimes if if I didn't know her as well as I did, some of the stuff she she would say would come off as judgmental, but because I know, know her, her yeah. and I know what she means, I don't take it that way, but mm. somebody else might. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be careful with, you have to make sure you know who your audience is. Right. And BT and I have had several conversations mm. about stuff. I mean, when Ben and I have been through problems, mm. she has been the person that I've talked to about it, and she was very vocal and honest, but it was like that was... She knew me well enough to know that it was a time for her to say that. But if I was somebody else, I wouldn't have received it in the way that mm-hmm. I did. And so you just have to be careful with who your friends are. You have to know your friends well enough to know where they are mentally and emotionally, where you can, the furthest you can go with them. Because with some friends, you can be like, bitch, uh, you're stupid. Or you have to like dance around. It just depends. Right. Yeah. But it's all about timing and that person. You have to know how to communicate with that person. And, and I think that's super important. For that person, two things that happen that come to mind. One is that they feel like it comes from love. Right. And so mm-hmm. when you feel like somebody is coming from love, your response to that is going to be way better than if you feel like somebody is coming from a hurtful place. Very yeah. true. The Very second true. thing that it does for them, when you ask them those questions, it puts it back on them and mm-hmm. it makes them think. Now, they might not express to you exactly how they feel, mm-hmm. but now you've put the bug in their ear and you've ignited them to think about exactly how they feel about the situation. Right. So good job, girl. You did a good job supporting your friend. <laughs> right. She did way better than I would have done. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all so thank y'all so much for listening to millennial love please follow us at us on all social media snapchat instagram facebook at millennial love that's two l's two n's lov3 and on twitter and on twitter hashtag go check our website out we pay for it it's there (laughs) go look at the hoe if you want to send us some coinage paypal.me backslash millennial love will take any coinage and we're also still selling our hats if you want them they're $20 oh, yeah, I forgot $20 a hat plus $5 shipping and I am in charge of shipping and I have been the worst but I will be sending out the additional hats today and I will make sure that I follow up with Cara because she hates <laughs> when I have to follow up with her <laughs> not Miss Cara Justin following up with Miss Cara the motherfucking Cara motherfucking beat <laughs> Anyways, y'all, we certainly love y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening to us. This is episode 30, what? Four. Four. See y'all later. Peace. Bye.